Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. Today, Coach Elders, Cornerstone University, one of the top NAI programs in America is led by this man, entering 27th season at Cornerstone, three NAI championships, four Final Fours, 40 victories at the NAI D- Division II tournament. This coach, after 26th season, 678 wins. That means for the past 26 years, they've averaged 26 wins per season. That's amazing. Winning three out of the four times they step on the floor, Coach Elders is victorious. He was inducted into the NAI Hall of Fame in 2019, National Coach of the Year three times, eight-time Wolverine Hoosier Conference Coach of the Year. Coach Elders, it's a great honor to have you on. Well, thank you, Bill, and it's exciting to be on, and uh, I'm glad that uh, someone is aware of NAI basketball because it's, it's a great level of basketball and it, it definitely needs to um, be exposed and people need to know about it. Well, that's what we're here to do. So, Coach, could you just start by tell, telling us how you ended up at Cornerstone? It, it goes back a long way. I mean, I started my career in education at a public school. I worked there for uh, three years and then uh, people in our church were going to start a new Christian school, so I went there. And I taught at the Christian school for 10 years. But during that time, I actually started uh, coaching a JV team at that school. And through that, the varsity coach ended up coming to what was then Grand Rapids Baptist College. And after a year here, he invited me to come and be his assistant. And I was his, his assistant for three years. And then he, he left to go another route in education. And then I took over, and that was in... 1993, and I've been uh, here ever since. So, yes, I'm entering my 27th year as head coach and 30th year here at uh, Cornerstone University. Well, and it's been an amazing run for you. Uh, one of the things, when people talk about Cornerstone, I always hear people talk about the culture. You know, and there's a few other programs around America. Obviously, Oregon Tech, I'm familiar with, has that same same type of uh, culture. Indiana Wesleyan's Bethel is another one you think of. What what did it take? How did you build that culture at Cornerstone? Uh, one step at a time. You know, we just I inherited it, a, a team that was eight and twenty-four, and you know, we there was a pretty good nucleus coming back. But you know, my first two years, we actually ended up thirty-five and forty overall, so five games under five hundred. But we had a player uh, in our program. He was a sophomore my my very first year as the varsity coach, Jared Crandall, who became Michigan's all-time leading scorer with uh, 2,772 points, and I was able to coach him. And uh, he was kind of the guy that really jump-started our program. And, and then, you know, three years later, after he had graduated, uh, we had brought in some good good pieces along the way, and, and, and those guys eventually won the national championship in 1999. But, you know, I can say a lot of it started with Jared Crandall, who got things going for us here at Cornerstone. Oh, it has been an amazing run. And coach, it's it's uh, not only the victories. Obviously the victories are important. They put the fans in the seats. But it's the what I what I notice about some of these special programs, it's a respect for the opponent opponent and a respect for the game. Yes, you know, and, and we're always going to, you know, that's what we teach our guys, respect the game and definitely respect, you know, all opponents. Fear none, but respect them and and I think, you know, we've instilled that mindset into our players that, um, you know, 
and, and it's been tougher and tougher as years go on because we've we've been successful and when we tell our guys when you got that cornerstone on the front of your jersey everyone's coming after you and every year people come after us so we've had to learn how to how to deal with that but you know we tell our guys you know, they're coming after you but you know play your best and um, stay humble and I think we've done a good job of that but uh, you're right it's 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 just a mindset and I think our guys have developed that you know every year the seniors uh, instill that into the freshmen and then eventually the freshmen become sophomores and juniors and then they become seasoned and then they instill that in, in the players that come under them. So it's been a long tradition of you know great senior leadership. Coach, before we talk about this season, I have to ask you about w- one of the most interesting basketball games I ever watched. Pacific Union, two years ago, uh, down at Branson, 8.30 in the morning. I talked to Sam about this earlier today. Two minutes to go. You're down 25 points. Uh, do you remember that game? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What was going through your mind as you entered halftime of that game? Well, <laughs> I, I've never been in a situation like that before. I mean, and they came to play, and every shot that they they took went in. They were hitting threes left and right. And you know, everyone's you know asked me. I've had been asked this many times. So what was your halftime speech? And I, I frankly tell them I had no halftime speech. Uh, I just turned it over to my senior leadership and they did all the talking at halftime and got the guys refocused. And uh, we came out in that second half with a whole new mindset. And, you know, part of it is maybe they had the big lead and if they let up a little bit, but our guys weren't going to be denied. And, and we just, you know, I think after the first, five or six minutes we were just kind of you know treading water and staying even and then we just went on a roll and just outscored them um i can't remember the count but our guys were a very confident group of guys and you know once we got going uh that helped our confidence but yeah i've never been a part of a game like that and um you know a lot of people were counting us out and packing their bags and ready to go home and, and our guys weren't ready to go home well, that was certainly an example. That game was an example of having a target on your back because all the fans in there that morning start, started rooting for the underdog. And <laughs> they did. And uh, you're right, the target is on our back. And even when we go to the national tournament, we feel like, you know, the target's on our back, even though, you know, there are some really, really good teams out there. And, you know, sometimes we come in as a higher seed, but we feel like even when we're out there, people are gunning for us. Well, it's definitely a, a, a good teaching moment in uh, sub subsequent uh, games where you where you maybe felt your team wasn't ready. Oh, exactly. You know, and we tell our guys, you know, there's never too a deficit too too big that we can't overcome, and there's never a lead that's too big that you know we can we can hang on and say all we have to do is coach now. So we've got to play the game, and you got to take each minute, you know, one minute at a time, and one possession at a time, and and. Uh, that was a great teaching moment. So, yeah, I, I do use that uh, from time to time. Just say, look, if we're ever up 25, it can happen. And if we're ever down 25, it can happen. Well, it was, it was, a, great, it was a great game. Coach, we're going to take a quick yeah. break, and then when we come back, I want to talk about your 2019-2020 uh, version of uh, Cornerstone University basketball and, and what's your outlook for the year. Cascade Hoop Talk, Billy D. Here with Coach Elders from Cornerstone University. Coach, you have a uh, four starters coming back this year. Obviously, you lose uh, 
one great player in Sam Vanderslice. But talk to us a little bit about this year's team. Well, you're right. We do return, you know, everybody basically on our team except Big Sam. And he was, he had, he had a heck of a senior year. He had a heck of a career. But uh, what he did last year just is one of those seasons that you just, you know, you shake your head at. But, you know, a year ago we lost Kyle Stengel, National Player of the Year and four-time first-team All-American, Michigan's all-time leading scorer. And we thought, well, what are we going to do now? And, and you know, guys stepped up and, and Sam had a monster year and, and now, you know, we're talking about Sam's gone and what are we going to do? Well, guys are going to have to step up and we're expecting that to happen. Now, you know, Sam averaged 17 rebounds a game, had 27 set a national record at the at the uh, tournament with that 27. So we're telling our guys, you know, we don't have Sam blocking shots and getting all those rebounds. So it's going to have to be a team effort. But you're right. We have we have four stars back and some other guys, you know, Dave Merriweather ended up starting at the end of the season for Riley Costin, who went down with an injury, so basically we have five starters back and and the rest of our core group back. So we're excited about this year, even though we don't have Big Sam in the mix. So you'll have Christian Rod Rodriguez running the point, 175 assists last year. He really runs the show there, 76 threes as well. As you said, you'll have Ryan Costin. Is he healthy? You going to be back next year? Riley Costin, yeah, we're you know he's he's working hard. He has he actually had surgery on that foot. And we're, uh, we're we're hopeful that he makes it back, but we don't know for sure. And uh, you know, it could be that he he doesn't have a redshirt year, so it's it's looking probably that way that he's going to have a redshirt year. So you know, we're going to struggle without him if he doesn't uh, it doesn't play this year. But you know, Christian is kind of the key to our team right now. He's I don't mention all American and had a great sophomore season, and we're uh, he's worked really hard in the off season. We really expect him to have a great uh, junior season for us. And then, of course, you bring back uh, Kyle Hayes, 6'8 forward out of Ypsilante, along with Tyler Baker out of Grand Rapids there. Yeah, these guys, you know, they both came in. They would be seniors, but both of them had a redshirt year. So they've actually got, you know, four seasons under their belt, three seasons under their belt already, and one of them obviously being a practice season. But these guys uh, rose to the occasion last year, and, and Kyle, we were looking for that – that fifth starter last year and Kyle came in and took that spot at the, at the four. And, you know, now with, with Sam out of there, I think Kyle's going to step up and have a, have a great year for us. And he's, he's improved immensely. And, and Tyler Baker is just a great, you know, six, five, two guard for us that can shoot. And he played with a little bit of injury last year. And I think he's, he's healthy now and his mobility is a lot better. So we're expecting a lot out of Tyler, just a great uh, shooter, but he's also worked on other parts of his game in the off season. Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned Tyler Baker and his shooting. He hit eighty threes last year. That's going to be important for him and Rodriguez to be able to hit and open up that middle. But you also oh, have sure. uh, you mentioned Gabe Merriweather, but you also have Carter Knight. He's a a sophomore, is that right? Correct. Yeah. So a youngster, but he's six eight. He as well hit sixty nine threes last year. So you yeah, you he's a great shooter. You should have quite the attack for from the perimeter this year. I hope so, you know, and again, it, a lot of it depends on how well we establish our game in the post, uh, because if we can get some respect in there and, and get some scoring from Kyle and, and uh, you know, some other guys, then that's going to definitely open up the, the perimeter for, for Christian and, and Tyler and, and Carter. Yeah, Carter had a great freshman year, 6'8", almost 6'9", lefty. He's a stretch four, and he, he really stretches the floor for us. He had 
one game last year where he hit nine threes. So he's got that capability, and and uh, he's gotten bigger, stronger in the off season. So we're looking forward to Carter having a having a great sophomore season for us. We did. We talked about that coach in our uh, preseason preview of Cornerstone. The the big guys that you have that can roll out, bring their defender defender out, and uh, hit that three. Boy, that can really open up the middle. It sure can, you know. But you know, Sam didn't do that. Sam was pretty much a, a man inside. Kyle can actually step out and hit some threes. Uh, he's improved that. We have a freshman center that's coming in that's going to see a lot of action for us this year. Six eight Corey Ainsworth, who's been very impressive in the preseason. So. Um, but he's not a guy that can step out and shoot the three, but he can knock down the, you know, the mid range jumper, but, uh, we're looking for him to, you know, take some of those minutes up that, that Sam had last year. Yeah. You, you talk about Corey Ainsworth there, freshman out of Wayland, Wayland, Michigan. You had a very good of course, your cornerstone. So you're always going to fill the cupboard. Uh, he was a first, first team all state. You got to be excited about Ainsworth, huh? Yeah, we are excited, and like I said, he's met our expectations and, and even gone above that. He's fairly new at the game. He hasn't played the game all that long and had a lot of experience, So, but he catches on, very smart young man going in pre-med, and he catches on very quickly. But, we're, yeah, we're expecting a lot of good things out of Corey this year. And Tyler Baker called his little brother and said, Grant, you're coming to Cornerstone. So Grant Baker out of Grand, Grand Rapids there in town, six foot two guard, three years all-conference in high school. Yeah, you know, Grant's a good player, and, you know, he's come and watched. Actually, his older brother was on our team for a couple of, couple of years as well, and, and Tyler. So he's watched his brothers play a lot at Cornerstone, and I think, you know, he saw fit here, and he wanted to come, and, yeah, he had a great high school career. And, you know, the, the minutes aren't going to be uh, a lot of minutes uh, for some of our newcomers just because we have so many returners at those positions. But, yeah, we're excited to have Grant in our program. Uh, you also have uh, you recruited Zach Webb, a six foot three guard out of Fisher, Fishers, Indiana. I have a question for you, Coach. Is is there something in the water in Fishers, Indiana? It seems as I go through NAI teams and look at their recruits and their rosters that I don't know how big that town is, but boy, there seems to be a lot of lot of NAI players from Fishers. Yeah, and what I've been told and is there's two huge high schools down there, Fishers, and I don't know the other one, but. Uh, very good basketball down there, and if you would do your history and look up, you'd find a lot of good players came from from Fishers that played, you know, D1 basketball. So it's it's a hotbed, you know, Indianapolis area is a hotbed for for basketball. So Zach was a late recruit for us, and we're looking forward to you know what he can provide for us, you know, possibly this year, but certainly down the road. And then you have a you have a couple more in the wings there, Luke Schrotenbauer. Uh, Byron Center, Michigan, a six-three forward, as well as uh, Trent Summerfield from right there in Grand Rapids, a six-foot-three guard. Yeah, we're excited about both these guys. You know, Luke is six-four, athletic, and can do a lot of good things. Trent was actually the uh, Grand Rapids Player of the Year for the Dream Team here in the Grand Rapids area. So we're excited to have him. He's a kid that came to our camps as a young man, and and now he's. Um, you know, graduated from high school and decided he wanted to come to Cornerstone. But he's a he's a good get for us. But he was voted, you know, the best player in the Grand Rapids area a year ago. So the corner the Cornerstone future seems bright. Uh, but speaking of the future, here in uh, four weeks, you jump right into the fire. Indiana Wesleyan, and the next day or two days after that, Spring Arbor, the the national champion. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know who who scheduled that, but that guy should be fired. Um, <laughs> But no, this is a tournament that we've done. I think this must be 
the end of our third round. So this will be the 12th year we've actually run this tournament. It's a classic with, um, you know, Austin Aquinas from the WAC and then uh, Indiana Wesleyan and Spring Arbor from the Crossroads. So, uh, yeah, you know, every year, you know, Wesleyan's going to be there. Great program. Great Conical's done an unbelievable job there. Um, and then Spring Arbor with Ryan Cottingham, he's just done a phenomenal job there. And what a great team that they have. So, yeah, we're going to be tossed in the fire right off the bat. And then the following week, we host a tournament and we've got Morningside coming here. So we, we're going to play some of the top teams right off the bat. So we'll find out, you know, where we at, where we're at. That's for sure. Well, coach season's right around the corner. I know it's a busy time for you. You know, I noticed reading your profile, you, uh, you mentioned your grandchildren, you know, as the season gets going, you always got to remember to take time with that family and those grandkids. You and I are about the same age. And if I'd have known I'd lived this long, I'd taken better care of myself so I could, spend more time with my grandkids they're great aren't they oh they're awesome yep my wife holly and i have three and uh they're just the joy of our lives and we look forward to when we can babysit them every week and uh you know if we don't get them for a particular weekend or get to see them it's kind of a a bummer for us so it's it's definitely a joy for us to have grandkids and it's great to have a have a wife that i have that just is very supportive as well of, of me and She's my number one fan, so I couldn't do it without her. No, that that's fantastic, Coach. You know, uh, small college basketball is all about family. In fact, at most schools, it is a, a family in the truest sense in most programs. So, you know, it's it's just so important, though, to, to take time and, and remember that that's, that's really what it's all about. That's what's important. Absolutely. It, that's what it's all about. Basketball is just a means of taking these young men and trying to bring them along and and uh, when they help, hopefully when they graduate, they become productive men in society and, and make an impact for our world. Well, Coach, we really appreciate you taking the time today to uh, talk to us. I've really enjoyed talking to you. I'm hoping during the season that at some point we can get you back on. Fans really enjoy, you know, hearing the perspective from around the country. So hopefully we can get you back on during the season. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, Coach Elders from Cornerstone University. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you very much for having me on.